Coming up right now, the newest episode from Carr, Gwyn, and Ode on Three Pagans and a Cat. The difference between, hi, my name is, and you may call me. Welcome to Monikers and Metaphorical Spaces, the fourth episode of Three Pagans and a Cat. You may call me, Ode. And I'm Carr, I'm Ode's father. Mary Meet, I'm Gwyn, Ode's mother. As you've hopefully guessed from that intro, we're going to be talking about the importance of names and craft names, and we're also going to be talking about, and we'll in fact start with, uh, talking about being in the broom closet, hiding your religion or spirituality or witchcraft practice from people in your life. That's right, your true self. Mm -hmm. Basically, you have a public face and you have a private face. And, and ne'er the twain shall meet. Ne'er yeah. the twain yeah. shall meet, depending on what is going on in your life, your family members, your job situation. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of reasons why you may choose not to be public with your spiritual practice. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think there's probably anybody who uh, comes into paganism falls into one of two categories. Either you tell everybody. Uh-huh. Or, or you, you tell, don't or, tell anybody. Or you don't tell anybody. Yeah. I guess there's probably three. There, because there's, there's, be a handful there's that kind you. of where I fall where... Right. You tell I, some people. I tell most people, yeah. you know, other than like my mother who mm -hmm. I'm keeping everything from. And I think all of those positions have merit they do yeah and it's really reasons. gonna it's really gonna depend on your personal circumstances and mm -hmm. you know your personal relationship with your religion yeah. and the religion that your family is uh -huh. if they are very conservative in whatever religion they may be they may be in an, some one of the abrahamic religions they may be in one of the hindu or for, or, for uh, that matter, religions if, you were, if you were raised with celtic reconstructionism and you've decided you want to do something else that may be something you want to think about before you right. exactly. bring to your family. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's true of not just your family, but maybe it's the business that you work mm -hmm. for. You know, maybe it's a certain sect of your, of you your know, community, of your community mm -hmm. that you just feel like you can't express this to. Yeah, yeah. Or, or for either because it's scary or because you feel that it might put you in danger or it might reduce your quality of life or it might just be conversations you don't want to have mm -hmm. or your personal spirituality or religion is just deeply personal to you yeah right. and there, you don't want to share it with anybody else yeah right. there's and you don't have an obligation to share your religion with anyone nope, nope. nope. Yeah. That's 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 all going to come down to how you feel about it. So, like, we all three have sort of different positions on where we fall in the metaphorical broom closet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely fall into the everybody can know other than this my, one this one mother. person and anyone who might tell and her. anybody yeah who might know my mother. <laughs> so Facebook, right? Um, is is it you know it's difficult to. Um, you know, we have to kind of cherry pick what we put on Facebook mm -hmm. uh, because she. Although see. Facebook has some pretty cool tools, right? Some I've, privacy features, which I've actually instituted, where I can post something on my Facebook page and keep my mother extensively from seeing it. Uh -huh. Everybody else can see it, just, just she not can. her yeah. Yeah. until you're ready. Until at some I'm point ready, in the future right? Yeah. To divulge the the change in your, right. your religious, religious status yeah. Yeah. yeah yep so uh, there's probably a couple other people i ought to add to that to that list <laughs> to, to people that who list, might yeah. yeah people who might tell her right exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Right. so although i don't have i don't think that many of those people on my facebook page anymore right um so the curation of your facebook friends is something that other people have to deal with not me i just don't have any 
Right. <laughs> I solved this problem by having family members and, like, decade-long friends on there and nobody else. Right. I have close to the limit, so. <laughs> yeah. I have pared mine way down, but there are still people uh, on, who are friends on my Facebook page that are devout Christians, mm-hmm. very conservative in their viewpoints, they don't know your mom, but they certainly would get on my case for mm-hmm. a, a very, very wide reasons. Right. You know, if uh, I were to come out on Facebook or in social media, I'm edging toward that way eventually, I think. Yeah. But I'm, you know, I'm obviously not going to do any of that until, uh, uh, yeah, uh, until your car situation right. is, and yeah. have spoken in with, a different your, place. with your yeah. mom. And then Ode is open with everybody, basically. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. The, the, only re- the only reason I don't uh, reveal my my spiritual path as it currently stands is that it, it risks uh, outing Car and Gwyn. And as soon as they're out of the closet, I'm going to be, you know, there with yeah. bells on. Because I've, I've come out of closets before. And uh, I didn't find the the experience tremendously, you know, intimidating. Right. The first time, it, it, I was nervous because I was a teenager. And I wasn't sure of the response I would get. But since then, I've just, I've been very open about pretty much everything. I've, I've decided that. If your opinion of me changes that much based on new information, then you Fuck didn't. Off. Yeah, you yeah. didn't have yeah. a very good opinion of me to begin you with, right. did you? To be in my <laughs> life anyway. So, <laughs> in which case, I don't need you. So, yeah. right, right. You know, so that's my position. And that said, I think we ought to say though is don't out somebody. No, no. absolutely. Not. That's why I'm. You know, it's I've I've been widely known in my extended family as not having a religion for about a decade. Because that wasn't a dangerous stance for me to take. Because I was the only person in my immediate family who had that position. So, you know, it wasn't like I was saying, well, I don't have a religion. And therefore, you can make the assumption that neither do my parents. I was saying, I myself have chosen not to have a religion. If I was to now go to those people and say, well, I found one, but you're not going to like it. You know, I would run the risk of accidentally outing my parents. Mm -hmm. And I'm not willing to do that. So I'm keeping that secret. Until they're comfortable coming out of the closet. That's and right. that is a, that's crucial. You must never, ever, ever, under any circumstances, for any reason, out anyone of any secret they are keeping that is not, like, illegal. Because yeah. you don't know what their situation is. You don't know is. their situation. You don't they... know the reason why they are keeping their status mm-hmm. right. secret. I think maybe... Now would be might be a good time to talk about the uh, thing you all tried to go to. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they are the same person. Gwyn and I tried to go to a pagan meetup for in women. our in our area. Yeah. yeah, it's for women. I was gonna go because although I am non-binary, I am usually perceived as female. So so I was gonna attend with Gwyn because she's nervous about meeting strangers. She's she just is. She's a I natural am. introvert. It, I'm, um, I'm a natural introvert. I just am. Uh, and I'm an introvert with no fucks to give. So here we are. So we went to this, we went to the, the it's to a, a public space, to a cafe where the meetup was supposed to be taking place. Um, but there wasn't a sign showing no. where they were. And it was, you know, it was a public space with a right. number. It was, it was a cafe with a bunch of, a bunch of groups. Any um, of them could have been the group we were looking for. And the only, we, you know, we checked the Facebook group. You know, we got there. We couldn't figure it out. We, we went on our phones and checked the Facebook group about this group. And all we could find was that the two people who would be there first would have 
long brown hair and long red hair, respectively. (laughs) And unfortunately, there are a number of people who fit that description in the cafe, including (laughs) Gwyn and myself. That's right. So we decided it was not maybe in our best interests in this area that we live in to walk up to random women and ask them if they were here for the pagan group. There was just basically no fucking way I was going to do that. Because in the area in which we live, it's extremely conservative. It's extremely Christian. And you can definitely open yourself up for a 20-minute sermon uh, (laughs) that you have no intention of Of, of of really listening to. So So we loitered in this... It can make for uncomfortable situations. We loitered in this space for 15 15 minutes minutes or so. But then we went and hung out in the pagan section, Uh very tiny pagan section of the bookstore. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So so we went over there to see if maybe maybe there would be other confused people loitering near the pagan section. Apparently there were other confused, at least one other confused person who also didn't get there because Uh they posted on Facebook as well going you know and i was wearing a pentacle but it's uh it's kind of an obscured pentacle Mm -hmm. because it's also part of an igdrasil or the world tree it's kind of woven in there because it's a stealth pentacle right (laughs) yeah so So, like i can wear it out in public and you know unless you're looking for it you don't really see it so we uh we eventually left without uh being able to make contact with this group and part of the reason that we just left is we didn't want to have to out ourselves to random strangers <laughs> to right. try and find the right group. Right. So it's or a, out them. Or yeah, out exactly. Because so we I don't think, know. I think you probably don't want to put up a sign that says pagans meet here. Right. Unless it's in a oh, private what? location. Right. But Unless you're okay with people knowing that right. you're a pagan group well, and you're but, meeting for coffee. Right. And and then you'd have to know you'd have that to you, you'd have to that everybody is okay, is okay with, with that right. yep. and that's the that's but the thing. you could come up with some kind of a generic weird name yeah you know something that, to let people right, know who you, know, you are yeah, the wisteria the break, wisteria club like yeah, something. <laughs> yeah something or just meet in a private right. room yeah. you know have a private so room set aside there's plenty of ways to do it uh-huh. uh, better yeah um and that's something I think you know this this is uh. Something that you guys went through that I think other people can learn from. Oh, yeah. You know, so if you're holding a group in your area, please make it so that it's identifiable so people can find so that at least the invited newbies can find it. (laughs) Right. Because we just we just had to give up. We had to give up. (laughs) And then I think there finally was another message. There was about uh, an hour. About an hour later after you guys were already home. Uh Yeah. Thank you. Oh, oh, here's where we are. Well, that's a little too late. (laughs) We We drove half an hour to get there. Looked for you for 15 minutes, drove half an hour to get home. We're not coming out. Here. <laughs> right. no. And the whole thing is like, if you set up something like this and it's on Facebook or you do it on Meetup Make or sure something you're like on that. time. No, just like watch those apps, yeah. you know, as the, as the person hosting it. So that if somebody does post, you can mm-hmm. answer right away. You know, I do quite a bit of stuff on Meetup. And so Meetup actually just pings me yeah. mm-hmm. as soon as somebody sends a post. So I go, oh, look, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Right. And when I do my Meetups, which I do, I don't know, four, Pretty five regularly. or six a month, yeah. Yeah. I always post exactly where we're at. So yeah. when I get to the space, and I do most of mine in breweries, so I'll post exactly where in the brewery we're at. Mm-hmm. So, so people can people, find you. Right, so people can, you know, have some clue who the hell you are yep. and what you can do. Now, I also have signage for what yeah. I do. But right. but sometimes, you know, we, we live in an area that has many very large breweries. Mm-hmm. 
it uh, it uh, we're in the back corner, the second floor, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So make finding sure, it make sure be you go up the second stairwell. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, and then so. and then turn around because we'll be behind you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> protected status. Uh, oh yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Technically, the case is for many um, pagan religions, uh, at least in the United States, is that they're they're legally protected, and that's true on a theoretical level. Right. And reality is sometimes Different less forgiving. Yeah. Yeah. People have lost their homes. They've lost their marriages. They've lost their kids. Their jobs. Their jobs. Yeah. I mean, all for because they right. because they wanted to have a different religion well, like that our, was acceptable our, to the people around them. Mm-hmm. Um, the state we live in is a right to work state, so they can fire you for no reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with they no reason have, given. Right. They don't have to do that. So. It could be because you're pagan, but they don't have to tell you that. No. And, and, and there's no way to, to really follow up on And, and yeah. the thing is, you don't even have to, you know, go to your boss and say, hi, I'm a Wiccan. I need this day off for that to happen. You know, your boss could troll your Facebook. Right. You know, mm-hmm. they can yep. they can check mm-hmm. your social media and come to a conclusion and just say, okay, goodbye. Yeah. That's if you are a pagan who is right. out and proud. And that's and, and that's yeah. why you need to, that, that's, that's why... Um, c- Thinking about these these aspects of the broom closet is important because Mm -hmm. if you're like Carr is and you're open about your your faith on social media Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and you're only hiding it in sort of one direction, you know, uh, an employer might be able to find that that even even though you know you know Carr's hiding and it can affect posts from specific people, but he's letting you know just generally people be aware of of his religious status and you know that can it can come back to haunt you yeah Yeah. exactly so that's something you need to that's that needs to be part of your consideration is that although legally your religion is is protected or maybe not not all pagan religions are but many of them are that legal protection may not extend as far as you would hope that it would Mm -hmm. especially since the uh the judges making the decisions are probably christians themselves yeah Sometimes. yeah, yeah. It's certainly in our area mm-hmm. in our yeah. area, that may not always be the case in other areas but mm-hmm. definitely here and it can be hard to it can be hard to separate your your religious feelings from your your decision making mm-hmm. yeah. i mean that's because that's just your spirituality is a part of who you are on a on a very basic mm-hmm. fundamental mm-hmm. level exactly so there are basically three main reactions that people give when you tell them that you're pagan right curiosity right like cool What's that mean? What the, what the, you're, you're a what the fuck now? Yeah. Uh, judgment. <laughs> right. You're going, you're going to, hell. to hell. You're a what the fuck now? <laughs> and uncomfortable silence, which can be either one of those. <laughs> right. Because going, they just don't know how to But just being repressed. It's yeah. kind of a, uh, buh. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, those are basically the general reactions that people give when you tell them this. Yeah. And I've gotten... All three of those <laughs> when talking <laughs> At to various people. stages. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and, Alrighty then. And <laughs> s- some of the organizations that I work with, they have tried to change how they speak mm-hmm. um, in the in the organization so that it uh, is more reflective of an inclusive, an inclusive, diverse, diverse, yeah, uh, religious life, yeah, yeah. space, mm-hmm. um, rather than being very overtly Christian. Right. Just because of where we live. Mm-hmm. But the, right. this and organization that... I work with, I mean, we have an atheist. We have mm-hmm. me as, you know, uh, a, a Celtic. Celtic Druid. 
Um, and then we have uh, a couple of Christians. Mm-hmm. So, and the thing is, I think it's not it's it's not like Christians, you know, go out and start companies and are like, okay, this is going to be a Christian company. It's just that they are Christians, mm-hmm. and right. that just sort of it bleeds, bleeds into their life, sure. and that's. Yep. You know that's normal and Just understandable. Just like I would say, my druidism bleeds it's, into yeah, my it's life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. into, yeah. yeah exactly. that's that's natural. And, and although it can sometimes be frustrating because it's a majority religion, and so therefore it's the one you're going to encounter the most often, and yep. in some cases get the most pushback from, um, just because Christianity is a, an evangelizing religion specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although that can be frustrating to deal with, um, I think it's important to remember that for the most part, they don't mean badly. No, they really don't. It really is, for the most part, not all. Obviously, there are some assholes out oh, there. there yeah, are, but that's yeah. true yeah. in every group. But that's true <laughs> in every group. But there, these... A lot of times these people who, who react mean well. so, you know, crazily uh-huh. um, and, and are... They're concerned they're about concerned your soul. They're concerned about your mm-hmm. soul. But it's a genuine concern. Yes, That's yes, the and, thing. And there's a it's lot of... genuine. Yeah. And, and there's, so there's a lot easy. of, I think, fear in, uh, yeah. in the average Christian of, of hell and yes. of judgment and exactly. punishment. Yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. and they're they're equally afraid for you. Yeah. Yes. And it's yeah. part... Evangelism is part of their religion. Mm-hmm. So um, it's understandable that sometimes they react this way sometimes you get the you know you get the haters haters uh-huh. are gonna hate but you get people you do get people who really do try to understand where you're coming from so mm-hmm. i yeah. think it's easy to get upset yeah. or to pigeonhole christians into one kind of mindset but yeah. i do think we need to remember that from the for the most part they mean well they mean well yeah. they're trying to help yeah. they are trying to help. now i do think that once you have refused that help it's their job to to stop to move yeah. on but to move on that, that we could tell about our experience with the gentleman in the bookstore that would be a perfect this kind of oh probably segues yeah. right into <laughs> that <laughs> so we were at uh barnes and noble in our local area uh-huh. and we were looking in the pagan section, which yep. is metaphysical and yeah, witchcraft and and UFOs, it's and, very UFOs small. And, and Hinduism and Buddhism it's and philosophy. Than in most. That's yeah. true. It's yeah. larger than in most, but it's and, uh, it's all those subjects all squished, squished into together. into but one. But literally right aisle. across the aisle from the entire aisle of christianity and so and that and the the christian aisle then wraps around to three more shelves. Yeah, you're yeah. kind of surrounded by it you know so we're, we're st- enveloped by christianity we're standing there looking at you know i'm looking for celtic reconstructionism books and uh, yeah gwen is looking at witchcraft stuff and ode is looking at both so uh-huh. to try to help us find books that we were interested in and occasionally plus some heathen occasionally stuff. finding some heathen books yeah and um it was a great trip and there was a guy standing on the other side who was back to back with us back to back with us looking at you know the christian books but every once in a while he would (laughs) turn and look at us he would pull out a book as though he was going to examine it but he'd pull it sort of halfway out of the shelf and then he'd just pause there and not pull it out any further and not read the back and then he would turn his head slightly (laughs) to sort of glance at us out of the corner of his eye and just, just give us a once over and up and down and then turn back to his book and then turn back to us so and he, then turn back to his book and slowly push it back into the shelf and shuffle a few steps his, away. Yeah, you could see the like <laughs> the wheels, wheels turning. turning in his brain. There was a small bit of smoke coming out of his ears of going, what am I going to ask these people? You know, what yeah. am I going to tell these people about Jesus? And when he was doing my when he should I break t- in? Because we were right. conversing. Uh-huh. Right. Yes. Know. Yeah. Yeah. And he would do it over and over and over again. 
uh, like all the way down the aisle. Yeah. He kind of, he just he sort of kept pace with yeah. us yeah. all yeah. the way down all the, the way aisle. Down the aisle. <laughs> until eventually we were just like, cool, we can find these books somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I didn't even <laughs> notice him. I, I saw him, well, I take that back. I knew, I obviously saw his presence. I knew right. he was there, but I didn't notice all of this that was going on. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Car and Ode were just like going, we're done. And I'm, I'm gonna, like, I'm what? gonna go, I'm gonna go over to the comparative mythology section in the fiction zone. I'll so be I, back I'm later. I'm like following after them, going, what's going on? They were like, that guy over there is trying to decide if he's gonna share Christ with us. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was an interesting experience. And I just, he I did just kind of just moved. He made, oh, yeah. he kept pace with us, yeah. And I figured it would just be easier for. All of us involved. Yeah. If we the just didn't is, have this conversation. The good news is we ran out of space before he That's did. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of nice that it was shorter. But what was really interesting <laughs> is we weren't hiding anything. Oh, no. Yeah, no. things. We were being very open yeah. mm-hmm. about, about, what, our, about well, who we are, to, what we were looking at. It's kind of hard to hide what books you're looking at yeah. in a right. bookstore. I yeah. mean, I guess you could go in and be like, ha ha, how stupid, I'm just going to buy all of these. But <laughs> like, that's the only way you could disguise what well, you're there and for. I, and I wonder if this guy, so I used to work at a large Abrahamic tradition <laughs> church. Uh-huh. Yes, you did. <laughs> you worked at several. Yeah, and... Uh, we used to be in that religion for right. a very long time. Um, so I used to work at a very large Christian church in mm-hmm. our city, large enough that you had no clue who all was there. Yeah, you know, we're talking like mm-hmm. twenty thousand people type size. So uh, I wonder a mega if, church. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder if this guy like had attended there or something. Oh, and so right, recognized right, him. Recognized you were an employee there for a while. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, there for quite a while. So. You know, I wonder if... And you uh, had a pretty high position in the... Yeah. Right. Not pastoral, No, but, but in the day-to-day functioning right. Right, of, of, the, the, of, of the church. Yeah. 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 Uh, so... And that has, you know, that has um, crossed my mind uh, because as, you know, I, I was raised in the church. I was a Christian for most of my life, even though I have always been a, uh, a sensitive or, or a medium at some point. I've always had interactions with spirits since uh, early childhood and was always interested in witchcraft and mm-hmm. magic. And, um, you know, and then I spent that time as a Wiccan and then a witch. And then I stepped away from the path for, for about a decade. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, last year, really, or a little over a year ago, stepped back onto the path and just said, fuck it, I'm done with, you know. Right. Pretending. I'm done with pretending this is who I am. And I'm very happy with that um, and very satisfied but it has made me wonder because of Carr's work at the church mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. It's made me wonder in this area. The more, uh, the more we project who we are in our right. public face, mm-hmm. um, if that if we're going to run into a situation where people, where someone recognizes, where someone you. recognizes us yeah. because of of that. <laughs> I don't fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one person I'm hiding it from. Quite yeah. Honestly. As long as you can keep that secret. Right, That's right. exactly. That's right. Um, and, and and on that note, since the person Kara is hiding from is a family member, it's it's maybe time to talk about what the process is of coming out of the closet to your family. And, um, and if it's appropriate to do that. Exactly. And that is something that you need to consider. And that's something Kara has been considering. Do we want to talk about, before we jump into that, mm-hmm. the six ways that you can hide? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's do yeah. that first. Let's talk so, about the way that you can hide. So yeah, if, ways, if you want to be if in the decided closet, to stay right. in the broom closet, yep. here, and that's here are some perfectly ways. Perfectly valid. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If if you need to for your safety or your peace of mind, stay in the broom closet. 
that's fine. And yeah. here are some ways you can do it more efficiently. Yeah. That's right. The first one's pretty obvious. Lie about it. Yeah. Just, um, just, just straight, straight up lie. Up lie. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people have this problem with lying where they're very, very bad at it. So I'm going to give you some tips and tricks. Because <laughs> um, I'm not very, very bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm comfortable admitting that because that's the person I am. I acknowledge my negative qualities. And one of them is that I'm a good liar. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm sure you've heard this one before, which is and just include some truth in there. Yeah. Uh, it makes it easier for, to keep, for you to keep track of the lie you're telling if it's mostly not one. The other thing is just keep it very simple. You don't actually need to no. include a lot of details. Most people aren't interested. They're just only, keep it vague. Yeah. Most people are, are only asking out of like a sense of propriety and like they feel like they have to they don't actually care about your answer so the fewer details you put in there the less they're gonna give a fuck mm-hmm. right yeah so right. so uh one of the, i mean that's the thing people mostly screw up with lying is that they they they, yeah. they develop this like elaborate tale and they feel they must get all yeah. the details in to make it feel authentic but no you don't have to just short sweet simple vague uh-huh yeah. as if you can do it in a monotone to make it sound as like even less interesting do that yeah mm-hmm. The second one is don't use many tools. No. So no altar, no Mm -hmm. wand. Um, Or if you do, because we were going to talk about stealth altars, Mm -hmm. you can use, there are tools you can use that can be hidden. You can use candles. Or that look like other things. That look like other things. That's actually, that's coming up down here. So Mm -hmm. let's wait until we get there. Yeah. Okay. The third one is using uh, trance or meditation. Yep. um, Because that's very solitary. Uh huh. Um, It's, yeah, you can do it in your bed. Yep. Nobody needs to know you're you're actually communicating and, with a um, goddess. A lot right. of people a lot of people have this idea that you have to have like a specific stance when you meditate. You don't. No. You can lie down flat on your back and meditate. As long as you're not prone to falling asleep. Right. right. But as long as you're pretty sure you can stay awake, you can do that in yeah. literally any Absolutely. position. You don't have to like hold the lotus position and for people understand 45 minutes. People understand meditation because meditation has become a very socially accepted uh-huh. practice. Yep. Right. So you can tell people, oh, hey, I'm going to go meditate now. They don't need to know that it's actually part of your pagan practice. But, right. but that, again, is something that you're going to have to judge on a case-by-case basis whether you can get away with that. Because there right. are there some are Christians, some. I know, I'm aware of some Christians who are like, meditation is of the devil. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, when you can always just say, I'm going to go do a devotional. Uh-huh. Yeah, yep. that's true. You, you know? Just tell them you're going to go pray. Yeah, yeah. Because... Mm-hmm. Frankly, it's, it that's ex- it's exactly the same damn yeah. thing. Yeah. Don't keep too many books, or if you do, have them on a Kindle. Yep. yep. Um, so that there, it's nobody a lot, else knows. It's a lot harder to hide a stack of paperbacks yeah, it than right. it is. Trust me, yeah. I know, because when I first <laughs> To started, shove your Kindle under the bed. My first, uh, my first experiences with Wicca and witchcraft were when Ode was much younger, mm-hmm. and Carr was very much still a Christian, and so I hid everything. Mm-hmm. I hid everything from him. I hid, hid everything from my family. Mm-hmm. I worked for a, a Christian organization at the time. So she I, was very closeted. I yeah. was very closeted and I was very good at having a acceptable public face, mm-hmm. not only to uh, the people I worked with, but with my family. Yeah. You know, I had a stealth altar. Mm-hmm. I had a box where I kept my things. So. Yeah. You know, you. So you the can next do thing it. on the oh, list. Oh, um, you can <laughs> Sorry, also. I keep jumping ahead. You can also, um, if you if you're worried about keeping books, you can check them out from the library. Yep, right. exactly. Or for that matter, you can go just to the library and just the leave library. them there. Yep. Yeah. Again, a thing I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the next thing on the list, number five, is make your ritual or worship appear as something else. 
No, you want to talk about stealth alters? Okay, sorry. <laughs> well, it's just, I, I had one in our bedroom. Yeah, in a shoebox. <laughs> I, I had, well, I had my, I kept my supplies in a shoebox mm-hmm. in the closet. That was where I kept my cauldron, my incense, my candles. Um, I had, I think I had a little, uh, probably had a little image of a goddess mm-hmm. in there. It, that was in a, a box. I had just maybe two books mm-hmm. that I kept hidden under the bed. Mm-hmm. Um, but my altar was actually out in the bedroom on a table, but it had things on it like a water fountain, mm-hmm. you know, with rocks and things like I, that. It was my water fountain. Yep. No, actually, it was mine. It was okay. one I purchased. It we've had mine. we've had many we've had water, water fountains, fountains yeah. but it was mine. It was one that I purchased. It was, uh, and I had a shell that had stones in it. I had candles. Mm-hmm. I had all these different things and that you just had tell dual they're meanings. Yeah, and I just assumed you were decorating. Right, mm-hmm. it, they yeah. all had dual meanings. I wore a triquetra because it can be. Um, it it is used as a Christian symbol as mm-hmm. well as a pagan symbol. Ahead, but go ahead. But I'm just saying these are the things stealth that I altar. used. It, it was part of my stealth. And number and, six. Well, and look, but there there are other ways to do a stealth altar. Right. Like if you mm-hmm. if you if you're not comfortable having anything yeah. out in, in the public space, uh, anything that anyone could possibly see, mm-hmm. you can build a little altar in a shoebox. Yes, you can. Or Absolutely. an Altoids tin. Right. Or you know, something that uh, looks nondescript on the outside and you can just shove under your bed or in a drawer mm-hmm, or, right. or in a pocket or, or whatever. Things that you can pull out when you're, uh, you know, you're home alone. You mm-hmm. know you're going to be home alone for a while that you can pull out and use for your practice. Yeah. Yep. And that was actually number six. You all just covered number six. See, he's fussing because we're we're not sticking to the to the numbers here. <laughs> to the script. We're well, not sticking to I the script. I said it was six things, and it's hard when you all do two of them after I've done four. Well, <laughs> so go go with the flow, man. Who we are as people. Yeah. Be, be flexible. <laughs> all right, so we've got those in now. If you want to come out yeah. to your family, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I did if, have some... if you and, and the. The process of deciding if that's something. Mm-hmm. Right. And there are things that you do need to take in consideration, especially if you do have such as Carr and I do have a conservative a Christian family. family or a conservative yeah. religious family. Could be Jewish or Muslim right. or whatever. Um, or atheist. It could be yeah. an atheist yeah. family. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, there's any number of reasons why you would be concerned with sharing your particular spiritual it, path it with may a not even It may not even be that you're concerned about getting like an explicitly negative or dangerous or scary reaction. Mm-hmm. You may just not want to be ridiculed. And that's yeah. equally right. exactly. fair. Yep. It's like, you know, part of the part of the possibilities of, you know, of that you have to consider is do you have a spouse that mm-hmm. would actually consider divorcing you? If you uh, came out to them, if you revealed this to them, I did at Mm -hmm. the time. And um, so that's why I kept my. It was the 90s. (laughs) I kept my. It was a different time. We were all dumb. Silent and. and, I was uh, under the age of 10. (laughs) Right. So, um, and he's also part of the reason why I left that path, um, partly. Mm -hmm. Um, So now we're in a completely different, you know, phase Mm -hmm. of our lives, which has been amazing. But um, additionally, you know, so do you have to worry about a spouse? Is it going to be that every time you go to a family dinner, there's going to be a confrontation with aunt so-and-so uh-huh. or uncle 
doodad. Is, you this, know? A, is this a doodad? Is this a conversation you're going to have to keep having? Is it, yes. Right. Is it yeah. going to be over and over and over again? Mm-hmm. Or is somebody going to throw a chick track at you? Yeah. And do <laughs> you, know? you have the emotional energy to deal yes, with that? That's, and will you be picked on at school? If you're a younger person mm-hmm. right. listening to this, if you're a teenager or a college student, do you have to worry about where are you going to school? Are there people who will harass and you for your, your beliefs? Is your are your parents going to be a problem? Mm-hmm. Are your parents going to force you to attend, you know, Bible camps or tell you that you can't be a pagan in their house? Mm-hmm. Or you know, are you going to have to make that choice? That's something yeah. to consider. These yeah. are results. There are these are potential results that you have to consider that could happen if you are going to be coming out to family members who are conservative in yeah. whatever belief system yeah. they have. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing you want to do is let them know that you have something important to discuss with them mm-hmm. and try to plan it at a time when there are no distractions. Yeah. You know, there's they're not getting ready to go somewhere. There's not the big football game on, you know, uh-huh. something. Right. Try to do it at a time when you can have their undivided attention and plan ahead. May, you know, Script know, it out if you need absolutely to. Absolutely. Know what it is you want to say to them. And be ready to answer questions. Yeah. You know, be willing to uh, to say, this is why I believe what I believe. One of the things I would highly recommend if you're speaking with Christian parents is do not start with, I don't worship the devil. Because all they're going to hear in that sentence is, is the devil. devil. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just don't even go there. You know, let them know that uh, you are still the same loving, intelligent, caring being that you were five minutes ago, you just have a different belief system than they do. Let them know that you still respect them. You still respect their beliefs. Right. And that you you are not... And that you expect to have your beliefs respected in return. And Exactly. And just have an honest answer for them of why you're choosing to follow your new path. And it doesn't have to be that you are leaving Christianity or Judaism or, or whatever you came from. Or, or wherever you came from it can be and it's an honest answer you're moving forward to something that, that fits speaks better. better to you that sure. fits you in a way and that doesn't fit them it's it's worth considering um, especially if you're coming out to your parents and they raised you in this religion and now you're moving to a different one They may feel rejected. They may feel, you know, because your spirituality is a very important part of you, it's worth considering that they may feel like by rejecting the religion that they raised you in, you are also rejecting them. Like, I mean, you guys talk about how how you felt when I stopped being a Christian. Mm -hmm. You know, I hadn't become a pagan. I hadn't moved to another path. But you guys were both very upset when I stopped being a Christian. Um, I I think I don't even remember that far back. (laughs) It's been a long time. Yeah, I haven't been a Christian since I was a teenager. And honestly, I hadn't been a Christian since I was a child. It was just when I was a teenager that I finally said, okay, I'm not going to pretend anymore. I think because of where I was at at the time, I had come out of being a pagan. Mm Mm-hmm. And I had gone back into being a Christian and I went full hog wild, hog wild you know, very evangelistic. And I had been before I went into mm-hmm. Wicca and witchcraft. I had always been very evangelistic and very legalistic, and legalistic. And I tried not to do that, but it, it just happens, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. with that particular religion anyway. At, at least, least for that's, me, yeah, that's, for how, me, that's, that's how, how it interacts with your personality. That's how it interacts with my personality. I think, honestly, I, I just, I got to a point where I was just, I'm just going to let 
owed be who owed is. Mm-hmm. Because the, but the it, it took is, you a while to get there. It took me there, a while to get for there. For a while there, it was it was all, I've done this to you. I've destroyed yeah. your faith. Oh, I felt very guilty. <laughs> I felt very guilty because part of the thing is, my first experiences with Wicca and witchcraft were just full of guilt and remorse and mm-hmm. flopping back and forth between, you know, between being a Christian and being a Wiccan. She or, oscillated a lot. I oscillated <laughs> a lot. And then I just finally said, you know, I was going to be a Christian. And I, I stayed that way for 10 years, as I said, you know, about a year and a half, actually longer than that, probably two and a half years ago. Yeah. Those same old questions, the ones I've been having since I was 15 years old, kept resurfacing. And I I just realized Christianity just doesn't fit me anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. And I I am a witch. It is who I am. Yep. And You're so more comfortable. I'm with, more comfortable that, as a witch. With that I'm, life structure. It is. I I am. And I it is who I am. So I felt more comfortable being able to do that. And I think even beginning probably mid midpoint through that decade mm-hmm. of Christianity, I, I was moving away from that very strict religious, mm-hmm. you know, oh my God, I've, I've ruined my children <laughs> to accepting them for who they are, what they want to do in their lives. And I don't want to judge them because my religion tells me I have to. Right. Mm-hmm. I came to a lot of revelations in that that period of well, time. Well, and your religion told you to judge me for so many, many reasons. So many reasons. <laughs> you, my father, uh-huh. other, my other child. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just, I just, I can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just can't do that anymore. And I think that's where what a lot of people come to. But I am still in this place where because of that time spent as a Christian, most of the people who know me are Christians. Yeah. There's a lot which, of there's a lot of baggage there's in a your lot relationships. Of baggage. And so that is why I am in the broom closet currently mm-hmm. and trying to eke my way out right. to where I can publicly an inch, an inch at a time. An inch at a time where I can publicly express who I am. And it's nice to be able to do it in our home. Yes. I think that, that provides freeing. a lot of relief being able mm-hmm. to even if you can't out in necessarily in your whole life or in your whole public Mm -hmm. space express that it's nice to be able to do that at least in our house in our family i did also want to add so if you i I would say if you can't be out of the broom closet completely just try to find someone Mm -hmm. you feel safe and comfortable talking to about this because Mm -hmm. it's really it's it's it'll it'll help create you know that's that sense of safety yeah who you are it'll it'll give you that outlet and that's Mm -hmm. That's useful. Yeah. And there's also, you know, if you do decide to come out to your family, that's great. But you can also come out to your friends. Mm -hmm. And you can do it in very simple ways, like by wearing a symbol. Mm -hmm. Um, You can, you know, if you have the kinds of friends that you can go up to and say, hey, everybody, I'm a Wiccan now. Mm -hmm. And they're cool with that. Then you can do that, too. And if you're you're ready to start that process, we have... A few. uh Uh-huh. Steps. Steps. Uh, I'm baby not name steps. Number because <laughs> yeah, some of them have already been covered. We've got uh, baby steps for getting right. out of the broom closet. That's right. One is something we've already mentioned. It's to wear some kind of jewelry or something mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you know, like a hidden pentacle within yep. the mm-hmm. drossel or a triquetra yep. or something. Thor's like that. hammer. Something. Yeah. Well, Thor's hammer is going to be a little more recognizable to people, maybe. Unless yeah, they think they're going to think it's superhero. Oh, superhero. that's possible. Right. So I mean, you can. Yeah, that's There's true. a lot of things you can get away with now because mm-hmm. of uh, 
you know, the whole superhero thing. Because so, of my thank you, Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, um, and curse you, Marvel. You know, thank the you next time that... <laughs> The next time there's a poll or a survey or something like that that comes out, it's most of the time it's voluntary that you put down what your religion mm-hmm. is. But just be honest about it because who's gonna know? Who's gonna it's know? It's a poster. Yeah, you know? it's kind of freeing, <laughs> right? Even yeah. if it's anonymous, mm-hmm. you can put down I'm a Wiccan or I'm right. a pagan or well, whatever I'm, or I, other. <laughs> I, I I can't tell you how um, thrilling it is every time I find like a gender field that isn't male or female and i can just put down other right or would rather not say yeah you know and so like it's it's nice to have those opportunities as small as they are to to be yourself it's tiny victories Mm -hmm. yep and they add up they add up and if you're raising your children as pagan Mm -hmm. letting their school know yeah um letting them know that hey my child is being raised in a different way yeah it might have different you know sort of ethical sense Right. Or as different assumptions than children raised in other religions. Yeah. Right. And if there's so And it's probably going to need different holidays off. That's right. right. They're yeah. going to have different holidays when if you're dealing with small children, when they draw pictures, it may be of mm-hmm. what the, what's going on in their for their holidays yep. with their mm-hmm. in their worships uh yes. of the different explain days. to your explain to your child's teacher that when they draw knives, it's probably an athame. Yeah. And it's not used to cut anything. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So, I mean, there's a bunch of those kind of things that you can do to kind of help them understand that mm-hmm. when they talk about magic, they're not talking about Harry Potter. No, yeah. exactly. That they you mean, that if they they're mean in something a family different. Right. tradition does uh, include yeah, the yeah, craft. Some kind of magic. Some yeah. kind of magic. Then absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Oh, support a local pagan business, you know, which yeah, is harder which we've to, t- hard to Yeah, die. we've talked about this before. It's mm-hmm. it's it's hard to to figure out like is the owner of this store a pagan right. without asking, which and that may not be a question that they're willing or like financially able to answer because yeah, unless it's something that is out, you know, obviously unless they have right. some kind of symbol or, or it's a metaphysical, or it's store. a metaphysical right. store. Yeah. It's gonna be, a you know, you're not, impossible you're not gonna know if the if the baker is a Diana Wiccan because Unless revealing they're... because revealing that information, you know, right. might cost yeah. them business. And we're hoping that eventually that we'll move past this. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, if you're, I mean, we're in a very conservative town, mm-hmm. but we have businesses all over that hang out the LGBTQ flag. Yep, we have a thriving um, LGBTQ community. We here. do, and, yep. and so that's. That's a way that that's moved forward mm-hmm. so that businesses feel like even though they're not quote unquote LGBTQ businesses, right. they can show that they support they the can community, show that they support yep. that community, whether there's people who work there who are or the mm-hmm. owners are mm-hmm. or or they're just allies or they're just allies. I almost wish we had like a pagan flag <laughs> that we could hang out and go, hey, we're blah, blah, uh-huh. you know, so that people would So go, that when you're oh. walking down the street, you can go, oh, oh I should right. check out this bakery. This so is, it's my people. <laughs> Maybe that'll happen one day. The other thing is uh, Pagan Pride Day in your area. You yeah. Know, there is Support one in your pagan area. Pride. Go hang out. Yeah, we've, I mean, we've gone probably, to ours several times. You're probably not going to run into a ton of people you know unless you're already fairly out in the pagan community. Right. You may run into some protesters we've had mm-hmm. that a, we've had that a couple of times although yeah. the last pagan pride no, the was last very one, peaceful. there was no yeah. protesting at all you know just kind of keep that kind of stuff in mind but it, you know if you can't go maybe donate mm-hmm. um, yeah and food if there is uh, uh like money is well, yeah, one we, thing we but we had a, have a uh, in the area where we live there's a thing called the pagan pantry yeah. which is kind of like a 
It's a food like pantry. A, a food pantry, yeah. And so for pagans in need. Mm-hmm. But it's not even just pagans. It's anybody. Yeah, it's anybody. But, but, yeah. but it, it means you can go to a food pantry without having to sit through a Sunday school lesson first, right. exactly. which is sometimes a requirement at food pantries. And so if, you're if for some not reason familiar. Yes, exactly. And if for some reason there's not a pagan pride uh, or a lot of pagan events in your area, and if you are not in the closet and you feel comfortable, why don't you start? Yeah, start one. Start a pagan pride group. group. There's always got to be that first person. There's always got to be the one who starts it, and maybe you can draw other pagans in your area together. Mm -hmm. Uh, Get them out of the woodwork. Next time you're in a bookstore or library, ask them where the pagan and or Wiccan and or whatever section is. Metaphysical Uh is usually the easiest Um, way to do that. (laughs) Yeah, because if you just go looking for it, they can be hard to find. They can be hard to find. Not just because they're small, but sometimes because they're in a weird place. Yeah, Yeah. they might stick them in sci-fi and fantasy. Uh, I've seen that before, yes. It's like, yeah, this doesn't belong here. You know, find your most open-minded family member, which we talked about briefly, Mm -hmm. and and talk to them, or a co-worker Mm -hmm. who you think would... Or or an online community if you you don't have any like physical person you can talk to when i was first in wicca i had a an online community Mm -hmm. that uh, became great friends with so and they were a a tremendous support at the time just just make sure you're not going to talk to the family gossip and know that you know if if a co-worker asks you what you're going to do for the weekend, you don't have to say, I'm going to go frolic naked underneath <laughs> the full moon while chanting in the forest. Even if you are. <laughs> um, but you can say, you know, some friends of mine and I are going to go camping and we're going to uh, hold a ceremony to honor the earth. Mm-hmm. It's and the then, same thing. And then yeah. you'll find out but, if you're going to get curiosity, judgment, or awkward silence. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 So then you've also got discussion groups that you can get together with. Hopefully they tell you where they're at. Um, <laughs> how to, how to find don't them. be how so stealthy. Them. Or be stealthy. Just be in, in, a, in be a different smart, way. Stealthy. Yeah. yeah. Have code phrases. Have code. <laughs> the, the good news is right now, like, because Facebook is what it is. Yeah. And you can hide what groups you're in on mm-hmm. Facebook, which is what I've done. <laughs> You can then, you know, join a bunch of these groups that have mm-hmm. that kind of stuff mm-hmm. going on. Oh, I'm um, in a bunch of private groups yeah. on Facebook. And let's be honest, nobody really uses Google Plus. No. But there are a ton of those groups on Google Plus. Mm-hmm. So that might be a good place to do it because nobody else is even going to look mm-hmm. for you there. Because yep. <laughs> no people are there other than these kind Yeah, of, the people who go there specifically for right, specific, yep, Specifically exactly. to not be... Exactly. <laughs> I think the most important thing is, especially if you are a solitary, find an outlet where you can have some kind of Of community. uh, community. Yeah. 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 Because that's important. It's important for a lot of reasons. Yeah. One of them is just that humans are inherently pro-social beings, even those of us who don't love hanging out with other people (laughs) much. Um, (laughs) uh, As I've said before, I'm an introvert with no fucks to give. But, you know, I acknowledge that humans, as a rule, need to to communicate with the other members of their species just for, you know, emotional health. But it's also, it's useful to have a community because every individual person has a unique set of skills and perspectives. Mm -hmm. And in a community, you gain access to the skills and perspectives of every person in that community, which makes every person in it more capable 
of responding to any given situation. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And sometimes it's it's not even responding to a given situation. Sometimes it's something as simple as, and I'm going to bring this up. Uh-huh. I watched I watched a video from an ADF Grove that where they brought together three bards, did an uh-huh. hour and forty something minutes worth of music. I was able to watch about two minutes of it because the audio and video on so it were bad. so bad that I wanted to stab myself in the eyes <laughs> and ears because cars. Um, professional career among his many careers uh has included audio visual visual work so that that kind of thing bugs him and if someone had asked he could have have fixed this this a whole lot better you know i have that skill set i'm then able to relay that to other people Mm -hmm. to help them cars got powerpoint presentations on how not to fuck up your audio visual just lying around on his hard drive so that is very true (laughs) The only way you're going to know that is if you mm-hmm. get together and mm-hmm. learn what other people know. Yep. In my other group that I do that's not in the pagan community, mm-hmm. I do a business meetup. There are people from all over who do multiple different things. And they're probably there's probably 30 to 40 of us that show up every week. Mm-hmm. And I've yeah, probably done business with 10 to 12 of them mm-hmm. over the last several years. Because you never know when you're going to need a roofer or a lawyer or whatever. Right, exactly. But, uh, you know, just in our pagan community, we have those kind of people mm-hmm. too. So, mm-hmm. you know, let's let's uh, work together on things. The ADF yeah, actually and... has a whole section on the website of people who go in and list yeah. um, in wiki format. This is what I do. Is, here's, all, here's, yeah. all, here's what I do for a living. Here's what my spiritual credentials are. Right. Here's yep. what, you know, my, my areas of interest are. Exactly. Let's have a conversation yeah. about how think, we can help each other. And I think our, our point is you can still be in the broom closet and be part of a community. And you right. can be a solitary and be part of a community. Yep. Yep. Being Absolutely. part of a community doesn't mean you're married to a grove or a coven or a kindred or, or anything like that. It just means, you know, you have friends. Yeah, going out having tribe. a beer. Yeah. Going the, out having a coffee. People who you can actually speak to about what you believe and mm-hmm. who right. will understand yeah. well who you won't have to give a glossary to every right. time you want to exactly. have a conversation they'll understand right. your language yeah and then um i i think going from that i think uh we were going to talk about craft names yeah yep. um which can be a part of being in the, the uh, room closet of being in the closet and yeah. being in the community and simultaneously yeah. 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 yeah um a lot of authors if you go looking for uh, pagan books you'll find a lot of authors are writing under pseudonyms or mm-hmm. have written under pseudonyms or their uh, craft name uh-huh yeah. in the early part of their careers sure. um and it's you know some i i obviously i can't speak to all the reasons for doing that some people just you know prefer having a different name for publishing the same way some actors Privacy change their reasons. names right sometimes it just seems more salable you know yeah. who knows but but it, it is useful if you don't want to be have your um, your pagan work connected to your legal name to mm-hmm. have a craft name and mm-hmm. use that. Sure. And that's yeah. what we do on this podcast. Yeah. You know, my yeah. name is not owed. Huh. I know. Imagine that. I thought I gave that to you. Shock, okay. Shocking. Yeah. But, but my name is not owed. And that's why I don't introduce myself as owed. I say that you can call me owed. You may call me owed. That is how I introduce myself every time I use that name. Because it's not a name that's connected to me as an individual. It's a label I've given you so that we can have a coherent conversation with each other. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. And the same goes for Carr and myself. Mm -hmm. These are not our our given names. Right. um, But these are the names 
uh, at least his is the name that he has chosen to go by mm-hmm. as a as a pagan, uh, as a pagan, druid. As a druid. Mm-hmm. And Gwyn is the name, as part of the name that I was given mm-hmm. uh, by my patron. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and there are different ways to get those names. Mm-hmm. Yep, I can tell you one way not to get one. <laughs> is please don't go to the online pagan name generator. generator. <laughs> I mean, I, again, unless, yeah, unless, unless you want this is that. this is something we've talked about before. Um, there are people who who use Botmancy and Generator Mancy and you know Google Mancy and and Autofill Mancy and playlist mancy and people who use those as divinatory practices and i think that's perfectly legitimate i see no reason you can't incorporate technology into your divinatory practice so if you think this generator is going to be useful to you in in finding a craft name more power to you yeah but if it it names you lavender mermaid of the sand maybe you want to try again (laughs) unless that speaks to you (laughs) i guess yeah i guess it could speak it could Mm -hmm. speak to you um, but there are, you know, going from that, there are a number of different ways that you can find yeah, there are some, or be given. There's some traditional methods. Yeah. 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 Um, for me, for myself, I both craft, I've had a, a craft name previously. Mm-hmm. And um, when I returned to the craft, uh, that name was no longer valid. It, it, it no longer applied. It, it no longer applied to me. I am a different person than I was. Ten years ago. Uh, Ten years ago. Twelve years ago. Uh, well, twenty. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not that person anymore who had that original name. And interestingly, Brigid, who is my patron, gave me that name at the time. She also gave me my current name. Um, in the the first time I received my name, it was through a dream, mm-hmm. and the second time it was through a meditation. But both times it was Brigid. Um, I was not, the first time I was seeking a, a craft name because I felt like I wanted to have one and just could not find one. And uh, that was when I had this very vivid dream and received my name. This time, I wasn't. I didn't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did not care if I had a craft name or not. She approached me in a very intense, very vivid meditation and told me my name. Right. And I chose to accept that name. And mine was, I wanted something. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need it, so don't feel like you have to do it unless... Yeah, unless you're, you're in an initiatory tradition that, that requires, requires one, it, yeah. in which case, them's the breaks, tough luck, suck it up, or <laughs> yeah. find another tradition. Or find right. a different tradition. Right. Um, but unless your tradition requires you to have a craft name, the fact that it's like a common trend in pagan circles doesn't mean you have any obligation to, no. right. to, to get one. And, you know, mine came out of me picking it. Uh, one of the deities that I worship out of the out of the Celtic pantheon is the Dagda. I wanted something that felt like he would be approving of. Mm-hmm. Something and that so, would honor him. Right. And so my name is Kar on Dagda, which is friend of the Dagda. The Dagda, yeah. So one of the things I've in doing research about this was that, you know, you probably shouldn't take on the name of a god or goddess as your own as mm-hmm. your own mm-hmm. now where my name is friend of that works in the um, same way that a matronym or a patronym works mm-hmm. correct mm-hmm. yeah uh you you have options mm-hmm. there. yeah mm-hmm. it's pretty common in the heathen community to find uh thorsons or odinsons or mm-hmm. you know Freya's, very, Freya's daughters um, it's very traditional or or popular i should say in uh wiccan i think another neo-pagan traditions to use animal names and 
uh, flowers, flowers, and stones, and things and, like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. a combination thereof. Yeah. Weather phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, another way you can do it is to use numerology. Yeah. So using your birthday in order to come up with at least the first letter mm-hmm. of your name. So, uh, for instance, would be June 16th, 1964, which is not my birthday. So in case anybody's <laughs> wondering. But that would be 06. And you add those two numbers together and you come up with a 6. And 16 is a 1 plus a 6 equals so 7. seven. And then 1964 is a 1 plus a 9 plus a 6 plus a 4, which is 20. But because you need a single number, it's, it's a two. 2 plus 0, which is a 2. And then you add 6 plus 7 together, which is 13. And then you, you add, add 1 plus 3 together, which is 4. And you add 2, and you come to 6. And then, and then 6 corresponds to, to F. O and X, oddly enough, Fox. Fox. So maybe yeah. you just take Maybe Fox. you just call yourself Fox. At the Not all of them line up to be no. an um, actual and, thing. But... And Gwen, uh, uh, Cara and I have talked before about how you could get more granular than your birthday. Mm-hmm. You could include the time that you were born and the latitude and longitude of where you were born. You yeah. could add as many numbers. You could add your height, weight, and BMI. Like, you could... You could get as granular as you want about this um, this numerological method to, to find mm-hmm. a number that that feels appropriate to you. And I right. think you can also, if you want a craft name, but you just can't find one, you're not being inspired, mm-hmm. you can take a temporary name until you find yeah, the one which, that fits you the best. That's, that's very relevant that is to, your name. That's very relevant to my situation right now. Ode is my public-facing name. And that's a that's a name which is sort of a short form of a phrase I'm attached to emotionally about a rant I went on one time. <laughs> and it's, you know, and it's also it's got just sort of general relevancy to to me because, you know, heathenry, there's a lot of poetry happening. Everyone's very, very in, in, interested in, in uh, singing songs and boasting and so on. And so ode is a poetic form. So it's it, it feels appropriate. But I also have, in addition to my legal name and my public-facing name, I have what I call a secret or a private name. It's a name that I only use in magic and only by myself and that I don't reveal to unfamiliar spirits or to any human being. And currently, I don't have the right one. I've outgrown my previous secret name, and I've had secret names before, and I've outgrown all of them. Because when I become a different person, it's time for a new name that reflects the person that I am now. And I usually wait for that name to come to me um, intuitively, either out of a dream or in the process of a meditation or a trance or a word that gets stuck in my head or, you know, that, that sort of process. I just wait until I intuitively find something that feels right. And I haven't found the right name mm-hmm. yet for the, the secret person that I am today. So until I do, when I do magic or talk to my gods or, you know, have a purpose that needs that secret name, I use the shell of my old name um, just to stand in until I find the right one for the person I am today. Exactly. And that's just part of, I mean, and that's not, that's not a heathen tradition. That's something I've been doing for a long, long time. Um, and I think it could easily translate to other people who are seeking a name uh-huh. but are having difficulty finding one. Yeah, and it's and honestly, my secret names are not names you would be familiar with. They're not words. They're not um, names that you'll find in a book of baby names. 
They're words that are right for me and are usually not actually words. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing is you, you can be creative. Mm-hmm. You don't have to follow a certain pattern. It doesn't have to be... Uh, yeah. Know, no. If I was gonna, if I was gonna, of a craft name. If I was gonna follow the heathen tradition, I would go find a Norse or Germanically derived right. first name, mm-hmm. and I would pick a god or goddess to whom I felt particularly attached, and I would make a matronym or patronym mm-hmm. out of it, and that would be my craft name. But that's just not how yeah. I've done it in the past, and mm-hmm. it's not how I feel is appropriate for me to do it in the future. So and I suspect Gwyn will not always be my craft name, because we are always growing and advancing mm-hmm. as human beings. Right. So someday I will outgrow this name. But it'll stay for this podcast. But it'll stay, yeah. well, yes. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yes. But I'm just saying, but it, but it could... If I were to get a, a new craft name, it may not be my public-facing name. Right, mm-hmm. right, exactly. Yep. Right. Gwyn may always be my public-facing Yeah, you may end up name. in yep. the yeah. situation I'm in, yeah. where you have a secret where name for I, work and exactly. a public name for communicating. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. I just And then a legal name for putting on documents. Right now, <laughs> both share the same, uh, the same name, but mm-hmm. that could change. Yep. yep. So we'll post a lot of this stuff online in a blog post as yep. some of the articles that we referenced that kind of stuff so that you all can easily find that yep i'm gonna um, i'm gonna post a link to behind the name.com yep, yep. yeah which is a, a a great website that i've been using for years and years to find um the etymologies and meanings of names in different languages and if you do use generator mancy or that kind of thing there's a random name generator you can get four names at the push of a button from uh, for, uh, you can either get them from all across the website, or you can specify them down to, I want only masculine Germanic names, and it'll give you four masculine Germanic names. So mm-hmm. so awesome. it's, a, it's a very useful tool if, yeah. if you know sort of what kind of feeling you want, but you don't know specifically what you want. You can search by meaning. So if you know you want a name that means cat, mm-hmm. you can search for meaning right. cat, and yeah. it'll give you a bunch of names. So. Yeah, and for uh, those of you who are downloading us on, you know, your podcast app on your phone mm-hmm. or whatever, our website is threepagansandacat.com, um, so you can easily find us because it's the exact same name as the podcast. <laughs> and it's the number three. And it's three. the number three, it's yeah, the number the three, yeah, yeah. So three it's, pagans and a yep. cat. Yep. Um, and uh, we're all available via email. Yep. Uh, those emails are listed on the website. Mm-hmm. We have you, comments. Yeah. Uh, through um discuss, discuss. Yep. so if you have a discuss account you're welcome to chat with us on the website yep um, or you, you can, can chat also... on all the blog and episodes yes mm-hmm. um you can also just fill out the online contact form mm-hmm. yep. uh, that comes directly to me car um, but if you want to get a hold can of disseminate them, <laughs> you can send directly to them via their emails which are also at three pagans and a cat dot com mm-hmm. gosh i think that's it for this yeah episode. i think we've oh, i think, I think we we've wrapped it, it up yeah, yeah. Uh, i think um, we went a little long this time that's okay yeah. <laughs> we kind of meandered so yeah. so i mean if you all haven't figured this out you know we're supposed to be once a month and we've obviously now put out three episodes pretty much back to back to back um Whoops. so <laughs> looking forward i was just looking into march and mm-hmm. we'll at least have two episodes in march <laughs> got another holiday uh, coming because, up because yep we've got a ostara yep. uh, coming up and our regular march episode and so, that's probably a trend that'll continue because yeah. we are going to do all the holidays as separate yep. episodes right but you never know when you'll have a special episode coming up right, like we because, had earlier because something could happen and right. we feel like we need to, to talk to about talk it about on it, mic yep. with you guys yep 
Um, also in February, I believe we're trying to get to convocation. Yeah. Yes. Uh, um, no guarantees on that, but if we can get out there, we're going to maybe do some interviews. Yep. Uh, live at convocation and put those up on the website. So, and if any of you guys, yeah, if any of you guys are going to be at convocation, come out and see if you can find us. Yeah. (laughs) We won't be stealthy. (laughs) Not at convocation. No. We'll wear name tags. Car. Car Odin Gwyn. Yeah. We'll we'll get t-shirts or something. (laughs) We'll we'll let you know who we are. So, um, yeah, come out and see us, and uh, we'll be there. If, if we can get there. Oh, yeah, well, uh, With no guarantees, unfortunately, at this stage, but. Convocation is in the Detroit area, and uh, if you want to know more information about it, it's convocation.org. But as you, if you're from this area, you know it's kind of Midwesty. It's really not mm-hmm. a Michigan thing. Yeah, it's a, it's Midwest, a Midwest thing. So. Yeah. Um, and that is February 22nd through the 25th. So if you can make it out to that, I know we'd be happy to meet you. And I know a ton of other people that are going to mm-hmm. be there that'd be happy to and meet you. And we are going to try really hard to be there. At yeah. least for a day. For at least, at, at least, least for once. A day. Yeah. 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 If we, Even if, if we, we can't make it the whole time. If we go just for a day, we'll be there on the Saturday. And we'll, <laughs> we'll make, um, we'll make an announcement, maybe just a short announcement. If we're, if once we've nailed down, uh, if we're going to be there, when we we'll can put, put it on, a, we have Twitter, we have a Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so you can so find we, us on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, so we'll, we'll um, put up a three pagans and a cat. We'll put up a post, yep. uh, letting you guys know yep, and we'll, if and when we're going to be at convocation. Yeah, yep. we'll do a uh, what are this a blog post? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> a, bog, <laughs> a, a bog post. A bog post. <laughs> we'll do a bog post about this. All right, thanks guys. Talk to you soon. See you next time. You've been listening to Three Pagans and a Cat. Find out more information at www.threepagansandacat.com.